Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the IT News Podcast. Our guest this week is Origin Energy's Chief Digital and Growth Officer, Rod Van Onselen. In the almost five years that Rob has been at Origin, the company has laid down considerable digital foundations. It is now training its digital focus on the delivery of new features and hero experiences for customers. Rod talks to us about his dual digital and growth remit, what being digital first means to the company, and where the next set of opportunities lie. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. Just firstly, I wondered if you could explain a little bit about your dual remit of digital and growth. Well, when I joined Origin about four and a half years ago, it was as the chief digital officer, and that was really looking at digital in terms of the channel and the performance and the commercial and customer teams that really look after getting customer and business outcomes, as well as all the technical and engineering teams building digital as a capability. But about a year and a half in, we broadened the role to focus on not just digital transformation, but end-to-end transformation of our retail or customer-facing business. So that was all channels, people, process, systems systems, digital and non-digital. And that went quite well. We called that Retail 2020, and that was a customer experience and cost transformation. So it went well. We came to the end of that phase, and it was a pretty natural extension for us then to move, still focus very much on CX and cost, but then move towards top-line growth, so customer growth, revenue growth. And that's where my role morphed towards. So I have that dual digital and growth focus and really thinking about how do we take the retail business a big step up in terms of particular our number of customers and the number of accounts that our customers hold with us. Does it come to you naturally in terms of that growth mindset? Look, I've probably been a bit promiscuous when it comes to working for different companies over time and I've had a number of different roles, some of them startups and venture capital-backed startups, my own, some large corporates, some scale-up opportunities. I was at Sportsbet before I came to Origin and really, I guess, a key thread that's run through all of those roles has often been about growth. I was consultant for a number of years, focusing on particular strategy, but growth strategy within that. So it's certainly been an area of interest of mine. And a great thing about driving growth and top line growth is often that digital is a key part of that, either enabling it or directly delivering it. So there's quite a nice complementarity between the two. Origin Energy has had a fairly long stated goal to be a digital first company. Are you able to give us a sense of where the company is at on this ambition and sort of how things have changed since you first joined? A lot of companies talk about digital or often mobile first, and I think we're no different. We had and have an aspiration that digital is the first port of call for customers when they need any sort of service from us or want to buy products. And the best way we measure that is simply by what customers do and how they engage with us, digital versus non-digital. So we have a few really simple measures, or I guess the headline or hero metric digital measures that we've used over a long period of time, the number of sales that are being done digitally versus non-digitally and the proportion. And we've seen really strong growth in that. So when I joined, we probably did about 13, 14% of our sales digitally. Now that would be almost level pegging with our traditional inbound contact center sales. So that's really really, really strong growth. And then on the self-service side, when I joined, there would have been about 30% of our interactions or customer service requirements that were solved or resolved digitally. That's now at about 94%. So really digital has become that central place that customers of origin go to fulfill most of their needs, which is fantastic. It's great for customers. They're getting the experience they want at the time they want with the convenience they expect. And it's great for us as well, because it really frees our contact center teams up to focus on the most 
complex, highest order needs that customers have rather than dealing with many of the things that could have been but previously weren't digitally resolved. I wouldn't say that we're seeking to be digital only. We absolutely have a really important and significant team that serve customers, both from a sales and service perspective in our contact centres. We really see both playing a really, really important role for customers going forward. It just depends on the nature of the interaction. So more complex sales, for instance, solar products, some of the other sales types that are higher involvement naturally have a skew towards more assistance and in-person assistance that some of the simpler sales types don't. But actually, you know, our sales teams, as I said, pretty much level pegging with digital in terms of the proportion that originated one way versus another. So we see the two working very much hand in hand. And so much so, when we define digital, we don't define it as just apps and websites, but actually digitizing the contact center has been a big focus for us over time and moving to AWS Connect. So how do we actually give digital tools, dashboards, and great digital experience to the customer service staff that are actually engaging with customers? So we think about it very much hand in hand and both being very important. Very interesting you've described digital there and that kind of plays into a question I was going to ask around the signs that you may see internally that show that digital first is starting to be embedded or has taken root within the organisation. So you've talked about the contact centre there and the tooling that you're providing. Are there other sort of cultural or operational or customer facing signs that our digital is really taking hold? Yeah, look, I mean, I I spoke earlier about simply the proportion of customers that are choosing digital when they have a need and just the large numbers and proportion that I spoke about paint that picture really clearly. But I guess internally, what are we seeing? There is that example of AWS Connect and the contact centre that I did speak about. But when we rolled that project out, for instance, the way it was rolled out wasn't in a traditional manner. It was really a very iterative test and learn based approach where before we signed the contract, we actually ran a trial and stood up a single capability through the IVR or the contact centre to prove out the technology before signing the contract. So that's a sort of non-traditional, what I would say is quite a digital first way of working that took root in a much broader initiative that was beyond just digital. Other examples, a really big initiative that we have at Origin is this move towards the Octopus Kraken model. So implementing Octopus, which is a UK-based disruptor energy retailer that we've partnered with, put their core system Kraken into place in Australia and really adopt their operating model. And the way we are implementing that is through, again, cross-functional teams that are bringing together different skill sets to work in an agile and iterative manner. So there are lots of examples internally where if I was looking four years ago, they simply weren't as present or present at all in origin, whereas today it's very much how we work, which is fantastic to see and really, really good for the teams that enjoy working that way, both digital and non-digital teams. And can you maybe unpack the digital strategy a bit more at a high level? I know you've talked a little bit there about some of the cultural aspects around iterative and agile um, ways of working. But if you could just give us a sense of maybe the key pillars or work streams and how things are structured and supported from the perspective of this digital program of work. Yeah, Well, the digital strategy's changed a lot over time. I think the original digital strategy when I joined was really, there were three layers, if you like, or pillars. There was this layer that was all about the customer, the features and the services that we would deliver and being really crisp and clear about what those hero experiences were going to be versus those that just needed to be functional and where we were going to really make a difference to customers. There was a layer that was about how we were going to engineer an advanced digital platform and architecture. So there was a lot of work, which was enablement and technical 
practical work to actually, beyond the feature, think about how we were actually going to create a system that would work repeatedly and really well over time. And then there was obviously the ways of working. So we had this multi-layered approach and there was a lot of work that had to be done across all of those different layers. I guess fast forward to now, there is always work to be done on the architecture, our platforms and our ways of working, but a far greater proportion of our effort now goes into really the feature delivery and ensuring that the proposition experience for customers is outstanding and expanding into new areas. And that's simply because a lot of that foundational work, while it's not complete, it's never done. We're well progressed and it just sort of changes the weight of what we're focusing on. And how are you working out what to focus on and the cadence of implementing some of those ideas and putting them into action for customers, for example? It's based on a number of different things. Firstly, what customers are telling us. So we're really fortunate to have in what can be quite a low engagement category, a lot of customer feedback that we get through our listening channels, which really guides opportunities to improve features. But those improvements tend to be more iterative or smaller evolutions or optimizations. Really, that's got to be complemented by some of the bigger plays that we make where we're looking forward and thinking about what the future could look like and how it could differ. The way we make a lot of those calls is really, traditionally what we were doing when I joined, we set up big quarterly planning sessions where we brought together stakeholders from around the organisation and we really agreed what the focus areas were going to be for the coming quarter. That still happens at some smaller degree, but really now it's much more about teams themselves having the ability to really set the path and determine far more of what need be done, which is fantastic. So we really strive for something which is high autonomy with high alignment. And part of that is ensuring that teams who themselves are the owners of different parts of the customer experience and journey can really shape what customers see and receive because they're often the closest ones or are the closest ones to the customer. And you mentioned listening channels there, and obviously there's a lot of digital tooling that plays into that particular area around sentiment analysis and collection of customer feedback. Are you able to give us a sense of how Origin is using different tools or different techniques to bring that customer feedback together that's driving some of these advancements? We have a combination of internal and, I guess, market-facing tooling. So we have, like most companies do, a lot of social listening channels that we really tap into and listen to what the feedback is that customers are giving us. Internally, we also use a number of different tools and different channels and touch points. So in the contact center, we use Contact Lens, which is a listening and feedback and machine learning-based capability that enables us with AWS Connect to really tap into sentiment and what customers are saying and understand the opportunity areas. And then we have on the digital side, both from a research panel perspective, but also in terms of various behavior tracking, et cetera, tools, we can really understand what customers are digitally experiencing, where the opportunities are. So it's really a combination of all of those things that help inform opportunities with customers. Just going to the other pillars. So we've talked a little bit about ways of work and we've talked a little bit about the customer feature delivery part of things. Just on the platform architecture side of things, you able to give us a sense of the activities that have gone on in that pillar and particularly also just maybe talk a little bit about the technology stack or architectural approach that you've adopted? As I mentioned earlier, a big focus of ours has been how do we get high autonomy, high alignment, but also what we call speed to value. So that rapid delivery cadence or feature delivery cadence. And how does our architecture support those goals and outcomes? So that's been multifaceted, but really the foundation is being cloud native and how do we provision our infrastructure really fast and at pace and have it scale as we need it. 
we have a microservices and micro front end architecture. So we've moved away from our website and services being a monolith to a collection of microsites that give teams that autonomy and release velocity by decreasing, if you like, the blast radius of any changes that they're making. So it enables us to just go fast and release. We've sought to automate everything, uh, monitoring, alerting, testing. It's been a big mantra for us. And then probably a little bit differently to the other big players in the energy market, we've had a hybrid app approach rather than a native mobile app approach. So that's architecturally quite a departure, but we thought that was the best way to go for a number of really important reasons. As for the stack itself, it's a mixture. So the major pieces on the front end, it's React. And we have a design system and component library that really enables the team to get consistency, but also reuse. The back end is combination, Java, Kotlin, Node.js with a mixture of APIs and event-driven architecture, which leverages Kafka. And our data layer is, I guess, a combo of AWS services and Adobe. That's obviously not covering all the different components. So it's a really modern stack and it's an architecture that does give us the benefits around speed, release, velocity, and importantly, that autonomy with alignment for our teams. Where does Kraken fit into that mix in terms of how much innovation are you looking for out of that particular ecosystem to basically flow into your organization versus the amount of innovation that you're able to do independently with your own systems and stack? Yeah, so Kraken's going to be fundamental in the architecture, in the stack that I just spoke about. Absent that description or that run through was our core billing and CRM systems, which is what Kraken will replace. So our retail business is on SAP at the moment. Moving to Kraken gives us a custom built for energy specific CRM and billing system that brings with it a lot of those same benefits I've spoken about digitally, that ability to make change quickly, a really flexible and adaptable platform platform and one that is actually very intuitive for our energy specialists to use. So it's a really fundamental part of where we're going and something that we're really excited about. And we think it's going to be a key part of really leveling up the customer experience and cost advantage that we've achieved over the last few years. The only other thing I wanted to talk about on architecture side of things was around cloud journey and adoption. Origins previously talked about a cloud 2022 goal. I know this isn't your particular area of the business, but I wondered if it was something that you either provide input into or whether you have a view on how it's tracking within the organization. I definitely do. I mean, that's been led and is the great work of principally the corporate IT team. So they did a fantastic job in the Cloud 22 strategy. So they actually hit their goals a year ahead of time in 2021 and completely exited the data centers onto the cloud. And with that, brought really significant cost savings of over 50%. And there are a whole host of other improvements that they implemented on the way through that really have done wonderful things in terms of reducing operational incidents and less bugs, less hardware failures, all the things you get with cloud. And it's been done very, very well. You've talked about your focus being trained on the customer feature delivery side of things. You've talked about how Kraken will influence that side of things. But I wondered if you could just give us more detail around the types of digital experiences and capabilities that are being stood up now and how they build on the foundations that have been put in place over the last couple of years. Every year, we have some themes that sort of carry through, but every year we will have some pillars of our strategy and focus areas that we want to go particularly hard at. Those focuses have been and will be over the next little while 
transitioning Origin from a company that is an energy company to a genuine multi-product, multi-segment retailer. So we now offer a range of services beyond just energy, including internet, for instance, and how do we actually digitise those experiences, both on the sales and service side for customers. So that's been a really big focus and will continue to be so, and it's something I'm quite excited about. There's also both at Origin, but also obviously across the broader planet, a focus on sustainability, decarbonisation, and a theme we talk about as decentralisation, moving from big centralised energy generation to distributed energy generation at the household and business level. There's a huge amount of work happening there as well that's really exciting. Everything from the sort of experience you get as a customer of Origin, if you have solar or a battery or with us, what sort of digital experience you can get is now absolutely fantastic. It's well worth, if you haven't, look at Origin for solar and a battery, but also a number of of what I would describe as Horizon 2 type plays that we have in the renewable space where we're looking to reinvent and rethink how residential and business customers engage for their renewable and sustainable energy needs. So there's a lot of interesting stuff happening there. And then there's also a big focus on how do we keep levelling up that customer experience, but particularly bring new value to customers. So we're doing a number of things that I can't share, but will be soon in market that go to offering customers customers more value if they're a customer of origin than simply the price they pay. And that's becoming ever more important with cost of living pressures. So we think it's going to make a big difference to customers and something we're really committed to and excited about as well. And again, that requires digital features and capabilities to be built out to support the delivery of that value to customers. On that Horizon 2 stuff around the renewable sources, I assume you're talking about things like virtual power plants and other future models of electricity generation distribution. Are you able to talk a little bit about some of the more futuristic aspects of digital that might play into those areas, such as Internet of Things capabilities or digital twinning or other things that are being developed at the moment in different sectors, but which may be sort of applicable or used in an experimental sense at the moment within Origin, for example? Yeah, and and it definitely is virtual power plants, but also there's a number of ventures, if you like, that we are looking at and actively pursuing that go beyond VPP, so include, but also go beyond. So the sort of capabilities that are emerging that are really important are everyone talks about AI and machine learning, but that will be very, very important and very important because we're moving to a world where, as I said earlier, no longer are there large centralised energy generation or they, they still are, but increasingly that will also be supplanted by distributed energy generation where those consuming the energy are also producing it. And then how that gets matched, shared and used across a distributed network of many millions of energy producing households and businesses is a non-trivial and complex thing to make happen and how you orchestrate and optimise all of that. So there's going to be a lot of automation and machine learning that is central to making that all happen and a huge amount of data work and modern data platforms that need to support that occurring. There are some big opportunities around thinking forward also on how customers engage digitally. So traditionally, the sort of click and swipe will really need to be augmented by much more of your voice and smart speaker, smart home type capabilities that will mean that customers are able to seamlessly get updates or issue commands that go to actually controlling 
the appliances and assets in their household or business and tuning them on and off depending on what's occurring in the grid or what their needs are. And then there's a lot of distributed computing capability that's needed because what will be happening is not only at the household level, at the business level, but it'll also be at the EV level, which is a really, really important future opportunity, which is going to drive another ramp up in electrification and energy use. How do we actually participate in the EV market? And we have teams looking at and actually an Origin 360 EV proposition that goes specifically to EVs. So there's a huge amount happening. It's a really exciting space and it's always one of the areas that the teams in Origin are really, really keen to work on. Are you drawn directly into those conversations? What kind of input does digital have within those future directions? It's a combination. So some of those future directions have been driven through that growth program work that I spoke about, but we also have a team in Origin called Future Energy that focuses specifically on the future of energy. And the way we work with the Future Energy teams is the digital delivery of the capabilities that they need and the experiences that customers have are delivered through my digital team. So we work very much hand in glove, which has proven to be great and has been working well. The last question I wanted to ask is one that I've asked every guest on the show since we started, which is what excites you about the coming year? Oh, look, some of the things I've mentioned, the transition and standing up of a new retail business built on the Kraken and Octopus model is huge and I think is a real game changer for Origin in the energy market and also beyond energy, the other products we're trying to sell and serve customers with. So that's a big one. I think there's a really big one around that sustainability decarbonisation play. The conversation is only getting louder and our role and our commitment to leading the transition to net zero is something that across the whole company people are really committed to and excited about so that brings an opportunity to really lean in digitally to creating a lot of those experiences for customers and customers that are really engaged with that sustainability and decarbonisation journey tend to be more engaged in their energy and energy use generally so that gives us opportunities to do some exciting things and then I'm also really looking forward to some of the value plays that we're going to bring to market so really thinking differently about what it means to be a customer of origin and what we can offer customers that go beyond the core products and just the core digital services and experiences that we've been offering to actually give them a chop out with cost of living pressures and really add value to them beyond just the supply of energy itself or some of our other services like internet. So they're the big themes that are exciting to me. And I think some of those are going to shake the market, which is really good to see as well. That was Rod Van Onselen from Origin Energy. And that's the podcast for this week. We'll be back with an exciting new interview next week. Until then, you can catch all the latest headlines in Australian IT over at itnews.com.au.